off the dang roof. Hey everyone, welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast <laughs> specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. <laughs> and I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going to the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, or day by day, or shed by shed roof, uh, until the end of time. That's right, Colin. And I just wanted to say that if that made the edit, and if this makes the edit too, uh, you can go all the way back through unabashedly obsessed history and find me doing that exact same mistake all the way back to the beginning of my good. recorded good, with good, other good. people history. Uh, I will say half of the intro and then look at you expectantly and Aaron or, or mm-hmm. Colin or Daniel will be like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finish the thought. So, <laughs> all right, Colin. Yes, James. This is going to be a short episode, he said, preparing for a 45-minute episode on this nothing episode. God, please, now. <laughs> okay, so this is what we're going to do. This is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 7. It starts after the previously on, I think it's around 45, 46, 47 seconds, goes through 119. And then it cuts in again, Season 7, Episode 7, starts at 330, or sorry, 1335 and ends at 1353. Here's what happens. Ready? May debriefs Deke on the events of Mac and his time stuck in 1982-83. That's it. Colin, I have one question. Okay, I have one answer. Maybe. Good. Okay, so here's what I said. Why did they, aban- why did they abandon this device? Make it easily have said, Agent Shaw, tomorrow at 0800, I'm going to need to hear the whole story or something at the end. You could even have added, you could even have ended with the same scene at the beginning it's not a big deal, but it's weird to throw something like that away after 15 minutes. Like, So what's the question? The question is, <laughs> why have it at all if you're going to abandon it like almost immediately? Um, in a way, I feel like... You know, okay, actually, in a way, here's why I think that works. Because I okay. feel like if this was Mac and you were getting an actual debrief and an actual story where it's not decified, right? You Uh would have that conversation and would set something up, right? Right, sure. But because it's Deke, it almost feels like there's a comedic effect of being like, let's debrief. He gives you that and you just kind of go, you know what, actually, mm, not worth it. And just sort of like, you just leave kind of thing. I feel like that's also very Melinda May. The idea of being like a band, no, you know what? This has too many musical numbers in it for me. I'm out. I would I would be all about that happening. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. I'm right. Out. I would I would be into Melinda May being this is this is too ridiculous. You have to be making some of this stuff up. I would be into just setting up that tomorrow because it has to be tomorrow because this is, right. this is a new day. Um, because here we are. Uh, anything where we acknowledge how the episode started mm-hmm. is is all I want. And and it feels almost like they're like, they were editing and they're like, okay, and we can cut this part because what is this even talking about? Forgetting how they started the episode because they wanted to have more like cool shots, which I applaud and I appreciate more cool, like, you know, handshake shots and weird camera angles and 80s references. All about that. It's just, mm. it starts in a different way can I, that I feel like they could have easily popped something in and ended it. Can I give you another way. counterpoint here? Please, please do. I'm going to use your own argument from the previous episode. Okay. I think 
that it all happens so fast that you're not supposed to think about it. I think that okay. if you're, I think that if you're not considering that it's like a different day, a different time necessarily, I think if you're just no. sort of cruising through, you go, okay, they started it. There probably is another conversation that we just don't see. We're moving on to like, we're basically like quote unquote, getting back to normal. We're moving on. So it just, it, everything chug, 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 chug. But if you separate it into those different chunks, then you go, oh, this looks weird. I think this is uh, uh, something that because it takes place in the same episode, mm -hmm. if you just watch the episode straight through, let's say you're like, I'm going to watch season seven, episode seven, because it's lucky sevens. I'm just going to watch it straight through. What you're going to see is this first framing device. Then we see the events of 1982 up through the beginning of the performance by the Deke squad. It cuts back to Melinda May in disbelief, and then it cuts back to the performance of the Deke Squad on through the end of the episode where May and Elena are there. So we know from May's presence that she's going to be there, that she gets there, and that's that's delivered upon. If I'm watching this episode straight through, it feels weird, I think because, and I'm not going to say this term to pick a fight, I'm just saying it because this is what happens, they started in media res and didn't have it be anything. It's like mm -hmm. how in a in an episode of 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 MacGyver or or The Mentalist or whatever, where you have that opening gambit where it's like, oh my god, I didn't do it six months earlier or last week or the previous day or whatever. But then you don't return to, oh my god, I didn't, didn't do, do it. it. Right. right. And this is less stakes than that. So I, I get what you're saying, and it's certainly not something that you should be thinking about given like the spectacle of the rest of the episode being sort of 80s neon in your face, right. whatever. I get that. I totally agree with that. I just think that it's weird to have these two. What does it add up to? Uh, like minute and a half of, of, of footage where it looks like you're setting something up, but you don't. Pay, you don't pay it off and you don't not pay it off. You just nothing it. And I think that that's weird. Like, I'd be fine if they didn't, if they specifically pointed out that they weren't paying it off because of it being an unbelievable story, because of whatever. My only, and this is not a critique of the episode. It's literally just because all that I, I was thinking of a game where we played something where you try and tell me a story and I interrupt you with disbelief. And I was like, that sounds like a horrible, horrible thing. So do you mean a normal episode of a Tom normal episode? Right, exactly. A horrible, horrible <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> but like, that's all that's. The, so it didn't ruin anything for me. I just think it's weird. And now that I have pointed it out and sort of was thinking about it, I was like, because they cut it at the commercial break. So if you, if you return each time to the framing device at each commercial break, it's like, okay, that makes sense. And then, you know, something in the third, or you could do opening, first commercial break, second commercial break, May quits. May's like, I'm done. Robo killer robots, are you kidding me? I'm done. And walks off. And then we see Deke sort of lean back in his chair, reminiscing, and then that's all we need. That's fine. I just think it's weird that it's like so. What? How? What? Why did we do that? You know, I've said the same thing over and over again, so I will stop saying the same thing. What I will say is, is it, it makes me think about how right before this episode we were talking about how quick this whole thing is and how nothing it is basically, right? Yeah, I think that's another reason why I haven't really thought about it because it yeah. it doesn't stick with you really at all. Yeah, you know, it's so unconsequential. So it's just like whatever. 
What I will say is my only other suggestion that could have fixed it and maybe also could have been something that you could have tacked on to the very end of the episode, right? That would have taken yeah. five seconds maybe. Yeah. Is you have Coulson to, uh, finishing up this story and she's like, you two, you know, like some some idea of perfect. She she's going to get a different story from Coulson, right? And then, but but then it turns out that he's also staring at this and he's just kind of like, what do you mean you two? Right, like just some kind of like. Dude, yes, yeah. absolutely. And you know what? Have Max start the show. Have, all right, Agent Agent McKenzie, we need to hear about this. What happened? Right. Start it. When Deke's band starts playing, she's like, seriously, a band? A band and that, and that part Deke. stays the same. Yeah. And then it ends with Coulson being like, so anyways, then we defeated the robots and that was pretty much it. Right. He's and like, and like, that's why you, you found me on a TV screen. She's like, yeah. okay, stop. Either that or her going, huh? You know, like, get, like yeah. once she actually hears it all, she's kind of like, you know, it comes I, down to her with a clipboard, and it just she, she checks off killer robots on the pre-printed options list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that Colin, that would absolutely fix it. That would yeah. make me feel like a billion bucks. So, wow, that's I all guess, um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a billion with a B, and B is for bye bye. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hey everyone, thanks for joining us for this episode. Uh, we'll come back for a scene that probably will stick with all of us a little bit more. Uh, I hope. I hope. I would imagine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Kill a robots. Enough said. <laughs>